Welcome to the Foreigners and Fathers podcast, where two nerdy parents take on the quest of parenthood. This is a podcast where we will share and compare our experiences when it comes to life as immigrants, new parents, and some other things in between. Welcome to episode 29 on the quest for Christmas spirit. Hello Bruno, Christmas spirit, here we are, this time of the year, it always seems to come around very very quickly, how are you? I'm doing great, I'm excited, I love Christmas, as you can tell by our our folklore episode, we are both Christmas Felix here, is that a word? I hope it is, and it doesn't sound too, too wrong, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm excited man, the, the spirit is starting, technically still November, but that doesn't matter. And, yeah. Well, when this when people are listening to this, it'll probably be December already, isn't it? So more it'll likely, be even yeah. more deeper into the Christmas spirit. So that's quite good. Yeah, 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 exactly. Maybe they'll listen. Maybe they're listening to us while putting Christmas decorations up, or maybe people have already put it up, or maybe they're just you know cozy at home. So there's a few things. Yeah, yeah. Is that, is that something you look forward to? Just getting cozy up in, oh, in, definitely. during Christmas? Yeah, 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 nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So you've been good, yeah? Yeah, I've been a very good boy this year. Santa is definitely <laughs> has yeah. been on his nice list. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah fair enough. I, well, you know, Have I hope Have you so. been a good boy? So. Uh, I think so. Mm, I think I'm so. here some doubts. No, I'm thinking about it. It's not so much doubts. It's more like I'm I'm suddenly having to reevaluate this. It's like is is Santa like or is Father Christmas like manager at work? He's, he's just like doing an end of year review, isn't it? It's Basically, kind of yeah. Like, hmm, what did you do this year? What you're are you about problem? to have your one on one with Santa? Yeah, exactly. No, I think I think so. I think uh, I think I'm ready for some nice little gifts. I think I'm in the nice list. Good, good. I hope so, at least. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, <coughs> we've been uh, we've been uh, uh, chatting, and we recorded the last episode fairly recently. But in any case, what's new with Nim? How is she doing? Uh, she's doing great. Uh, she, I did some experiments today. Uh, that, experiments. Yeah, you'll okay. see that. Don't worry, don't worry. So, for example, she had some little cups on her hand, and. She has this thing that she used to like play putting stuff on her head, and we say like "oh sombrerito," which is uh, the Spanish diminutive from for hat. It's like little hat. And, yeah. And I was like, because she does it with some things, but I wanted to know if she now understands the actual word. So she had something in her hand, which is a new toy that came from the library, and I was like "sombrerito," and she immediately put it first on my head and then on her head. And I'm like, okay, oh, that's so sweet. so she understands the word now. And also like high five, and we have a new one which is Tope Borrego, which is like she basically gives you a bunk with the head, like punk. Um, <laughs> That's sweet. Yeah. So in language skills, in understanding, she is really advanced. I was talking to Holly, and apparently there are some kids that at this stage are already starting to say a few words. She's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think it's it's also because of the fact that she's bilingual, or well, that she's going to be bilingual. I'm not sure, but she's definitely understanding. That's I'm, I'm amazed by the amount of understanding she has of words. And today yeah. also, it was the first day... Sorry, I didn't mean to, to cut you out, but I no, was no, no, really no. proud because today was the first day that she ate her breakfast all on her own. She ate ce oh, amazing. her cereal with her spoon and she was just going at it. And I tried to help her out and she was like, eh! like, no, I do it. 
and she grabbed her spoon and she fed herself. Sometimes she missed the, the actual cereal and just put the spoon in the bowl and then take it out to her mouth and it had nothing and she still was like, um. But, but she did it on her own. I was amazed. She didn't drop it. She didn't use the other hand to grab it with the hand. Like, I was really amazed how she did everything on her own. And she still, I know this is not new because she has she done it since ages, but she is even now more into participating and helping at home. So, for example, she, oh, she likes to open a door and take a broom out that is way too big for her because it's a normal broom. And she plays as she's like, sweeping the floor so yeah <laughs> so the, those are the things that are like newish to her she's sweeping the floor now and she's eating on her own and her understanding is is really good nice 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 yeah i was um i was reading that because uh, when nico turned one i was reading it like what sort of things to expect and all of that and they were actually saying that it's completely normal for kids like one year old starting to say a few words um where and it's also completely normal for them to go almost until two without saying many words uh, so they say that when it comes to language it's like incredibly like, flexible yeah. like it's very very varied so it's it's like you can't really expect oh they're definitely saying words now or they're definitely saying sentences later because it really really differs um but uh but yeah so let me see with nico um he kind of has the same thing in terms of understanding so he understands a lot of the words he understands what we mean um he's not saying a, a lot of them so he says sometime some of them like gatu and uh, mama and all of that those ones that he that he used to say so he still saying those words and uh, it's more around like being a bit more vocal about what he wants what what he doesn't want and like uh, he's doing some gestures for like when he's angry and when we say oh do you want to go and eat he just goes and he goes to the chair and he asks for that um so um that those kind of things um and it's just uh, uh yeah today he was like doing some puzzles but not like solving them but he kind of i showed it to him about how to solve one of the puzzles and he kind of understood so when i split it apart he then put it back together mm -hmm. um so that's kind of that's kind of what's been going on with him and he's completely i don't know if i've mentioned this or not but he's completely obsessed with a book um which is called Maisie goes to the museum and he basically asks us to read him this book like three or four times a day and so it's always the same thing and at this <laughs> point i think i know the entire book by heart, heart. it's just like yeah it, it, i just know the, the book completely um so it, it's quite fun it's endearing really but it's also like oh my god not this again yeah i don't mind reading the one or maybe two times during the day but, but like sometimes it's like three or four times yeah. that he wants this to read him the book uh so that's his latest obsession oh nice, nice. Uh, but it's it's always the same book but i'm really happy because he absolutely loves books i i don't know if it will hold or not i hope it does but uh, yeah he absolutely loves them uh so yeah that's kind of what he's been doing he's he's, he's already going up and down the stairs very comfortably like we don't want him to go up and down on his own but he's doing that very comfortably like going up going down like very very easily 
And uh, what else? I um, can tell that Nim Nim is gonna take a long time to go up the stairs because she doesn't like going up the stairs like a baby. Like when she go up, the, like she likes doing it on quote quote her own. Basically, she stands right. there and she calls you and she gives you the like she asks for your fingers to put yeah, like yeah, above yeah. her, so she grabs the hands and she does one step. She doesn't even do the thing that is like. One leg on the step and then the other one on the same step. No, she goes like an adult, like proper one leg on this yeah. step and the other one on the other. So because she wants to like go up the stairs like if she was an adult, she's going to take a long time because her little legs are not even that long. It takes her so much effort to do it, but she refused to do it yeah. any other way. N Nico does that as well. So he sometimes does it and he asks for our fingers and then he does it that way. But if he's doing it on his own, he obviously does it slightly different because he can't do it... Um, on his own like that but when he has our fingers then that's that's what he does um so yeah i think that's kind of it's what's amazing going seeing on. how much they change in such a quick amount Isn't of time it? yeah 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 for sure for sure uh no i'm really really happy he was uh uh, he was really happy with my parents here. He definitely recognized them more uh, when he saw them. He's uh, waving goodbye, which he he did before. But I've always said that Nico is a little bit like a cat. He knows what yeah. to do, but he just doesn't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's now doing it so much more consistently to just like wave goodbye. And <laughs> uh, he actually today he was like... Um, he finished something what was it he finished something and he was leaving and he was just like okay bye and uh, and he just left because he knew that it wasn't just about associating the word yeah. with the, what what he want, needed to do it was associating the moment like something ending or something leaving or someone leaving yeah, yeah, yeah. and he associated it with that because oh I remember what it was he was speaking to my parents on the phone and then he was just like okay bye and then he left the call mm. uh, <laughs> so uh, and then left me to talk to my parents so yeah that, that's quite cute as well yeah that's amazing Nim Nim mastered the bye bye ages ago and it's hilarious because no, all right no 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 sorry i wasn't i wasn't trying to say that sorry if it came like that but what i mean is you'll see what i why i laugh because she uses it in such a cheeky manner like she for example she sentences with me and then she sees her mom so she jumps to her mom and then she waves at me like bye bye puppy so basically she sent me to bugger off <laughs> yeah like okay you go now <laughs> yeah exactly that's that's sometimes how she uses it like the other actually i think it was yesterday holly took her downstairs to say good night to my mom and it's like okay say my night to nana and the baby just she was like ah so she that meant that she wanted to get down so holly put her on the floor and then walk inside my mom's room turn towards my mom i mean holly and wave bye bye and then close the door on the holly's face so like, no, I'm staying today with Nana. Bye bye. And Holly was like, "Oh, okay, well, bye." So it's hilarious because Nim Nim uses it. I said, "Okay, I don't want to be here anymore, or I don't want to be with you anymore, or you need to leave." That's what I meant when I yeah. laughed when I said she mastered it because she she uses it as a way of saying like, "Okay, I I'm not happy here, or you need to go, or something like that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes that's how she how we know she wants to sleep because it's we're the three of us, Holly, me, and Nim Nim. And then she hugs uh, Holly and waves a goodbye at me. That's like buenas noches. That's like good night. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. you want to go to bed. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I just remember that she does know two words, though. She knows mama. The problem is 
Mama, we don't know yet when she's saying mama and when she's just making the sound. Because that's also the first sound yeah. she made, ma. So yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah, she yeah, says yeah. mama for nothing and sometimes it does miss mama. And she also says nona. She still doesn't say papa or papi or anything. So I'm a little bit <laughs> upset about that. But, but she does <laughs> say nona and mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, just seeing her their development. Like, did I send you the video when she was like cleaning? Yeah, you did, you did, you did. Yeah, she just grabbed a t-shirt. Yeah, that was amazing. Just cleaning the stool, like clink, clink, clean, and then I'm gonna clean the door. Doo -doo -doo. Yeah, that was amazing. That was really, really good. Yeah, she definitely wants to get involved. Exactly, she she wants to help. That that, and she's such a sweet baby. Like sometimes, for example, I cough, and she's in the other side of the room, and she goes to where I am to give me some like. Pat pats on the leg, like there, there, puppy, feel better. Really? Yeah, oh, that's she's so sweet. such that's a so sweet, sweet baby. Like we're, uh, the day when I was like dying because of the kidney stone, she was next oh, to yeah. me, just hugging me and pat patting me on the head. She was like, "You're okay, puppy. You can do it. Come on, you're okay." Really? Yeah. Oh, that is so sweet. All Nico does is mock me. I start to cough, and he goes like, <laughs> so he starts to mock me. So <laughs> that is great. Nico's a kid out of my own heart. No, Nimnim is, yeah. Nim -Nim is very, like... Also, when she notices that you're sad or something, she'll go and give you a hug. And she's really a sweet Aww. baby. She is a very sweet baby. That is so cute. <laughs> cool. Um... <coughs> So yeah, that's that's a good uh, that's a good start to get us right in the Christmas spirit, I suppose. Uh, get us all smiling. Um, uh, but uh, so yeah, this episode about uh, Christmas spirit and what Christmas means to us. So it's not. A topic that we haven't covered in some ways before, because we have definitely talked about the importance of Christmas in our lives, what it means to us, that both of us are really into it. Um, so it, it, we've mentioned this throughout some episodes more than others. And we also had on that mythology one, we also talked a little bit about uh, how we're going to handle the Father Christmas situation. So just as a quick recap, from my perspective, it's more around, yes, we do want to do it. Um, it's it's just more about like maybe saying some gifts from like some presents are from family and friends some fr presents are like from father christmas and then kind of going with that and having a good explanation for when uh, when they stop believing or when he stops believing um so yeah that's kind of that's kind of what the recap is on my side um and what what did you say that you were guys were going to do regarding father christmas or you were still undecided wasn't it yeah i still a little bit like because mm. i i don't yeah. know what yeah no i still don't i i we thought about it a lot after that that episode actually oh really interesting <coughs> yeah but i'm still not entirely decided i think we're even though I'm still not decided, because I'm undecided, but Holly isn't. I think we're gonna lean more towards let's keep the illusion going for a little bit. Maybe not as long as Holly would want it, but not as short as I would want it, and meet in like a happy middle. Yeah, you know. Uh, I still yeah. don't exactly know. I think it will also come with the with time and see how she how she is and uh, see how she interacts. How much she yeah, put, exactly. how, what how much importance she put to the the mythical Santa. Like if for her mythical Santa exactly. is amazing, maybe we'll keep it a little bit longer. If for her she's just like meh, maybe we'll tell her a little bit sooner. Like That's true. That's true. We can make all the plans we want, but at the end of the day, who knows how it will be. Exactly. Yeah, how cool. So have you already 
Because uh, I know that you already said that you wanted to keep it for a little bit longer, but do you know how much? No, 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 no. That part we don't really have any specific plans. I think that one it'll be like, we'll cross that bridge once we get to it. We know we want to keep it for a while, but, you know, it, 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 we're not going to purposefully keep it, you know, I, I don't think at least. Like, if Nico comes to us and he says, oh, well, so, you know, it's not real, I'm not going to tell him, no, it is. Uh, I'm just going to be like, okay, well, so what have... How? Why do you think it's not? And just have that conversation differently. So who knows when that will happen? So yeah, I, I don't know. No, no specific age. I think like a good age to think about that from uh, without think without setting anything in stone because it could be wildly different. But a good stage for me could be like when they're starting their first year at school. Uh, that feels like appropriate in a way but i could just be talking rubbish who knows how it will be once they actually start that so, actually we'll feels appropriate we'll to see. me too like i think maybe because i remember saying that oh I, I know since i can remember but to be fair i can remember mostly around that age like i wasn't two or three like i definitely was at least five <clears throat> yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah so i think i'll do around the same like primary the thing is Maybe all this time I've been misunderstood because the thing is I know kids in in Mexico that are they're like nine or even like some maybe even ten and they still think that Santa's real. So that's when I was like, oh, that's a little bit too long. Why? Why is it? Why is it too long? Well, again, because of everything that we had said before, um, that maybe it's. But the longer you believe it, the longer, the more disappointed you're oh, going to be. Oh, disappointed. Oh, yeah, potentially. And also the whole thing that, we, again, I don't know anyone, so I cannot even say it anecdotal, because I don't know anyone that has actually been affected. But I keep thinking that it's not a good precedent to say that you've been lying to your kids for 10 years. I know it doesn't matter. Yeah. I know everyone is like, mate, I, like, I never resented my parents and... I have had therapy and yeah. it never came out as like this secret trauma that I repressed. It's like, oh yeah, it all started with the lie to me about Santa. But I don't know, it was just something that I had on my mind that I don't want I don't want I don't know if I want to make something as important Look, to me as Christmas a lie. You're, you're going you're going to lie to her about a lot more other things, maybe. <laughs> no, I'm not. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so and you know kids already have a lot of like kids already have to grow up and be depressed about a lot of stuff might as well keep that magic alive for a little bit is, yeah is what i'm thinking but again we'll see once we exactly. get down to it who knows maybe he's three and he's going to be like no i know it's not real you can't fool me and maybe that'll be that's what i was thinking maybe old, they'll so. realize on their own maybe they'll be like what do you mean magical yeah. guy there's not even a chimney where where the hell are yeah you? yeah like, exactly exactly so yeah especially with how quick like human seems to mature nowadays which is a whole different subject yeah. but i think there's a little bit of sadness in that don't you uh yeah 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 but it's there is but i also is it i i don't know if it's my perspective that has changed or if it's kids actually maturing earlier like i I don't know. I know people like to say that a lot, but I don't know how much that is just biased or not. Um, so, so I can't comment on it for sure. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know if it's just like me as an adult looking at it from now. Like, because ever ever since I was young, I remember. I, I, I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure if it's if if that's how much of that is reality and how much <laughs> of that is just a different perspective nowadays. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Cool. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So so talking about Christmas, bringing it to Christmas and the overall topic. I think one of the good things to to make. Uh, to state here is the contrast to our own country so uh, what I'm going to ask you is basically what's your Christmas experience in Mexico so how is it different from being in the UK now you've been here for a few Christmas uh, or Christmases um, and you've experienced Christmas in both countries so what do you say are the stark differences the biggest differences between the two, the two ways of doing it so how, how is it different in Mexico Boxing Day is the biggest difference because that doesn't even exist in Mexico uh, Boxing Day yeah, yeah I remember when I got here and I finished training for my first job and there was a guy who also had recently started. I think it was the wave prior to me or something. So they he didn't know how the holidays on Christmas were either. And he asked, oh, what about Boxing Day? And I asked him, what? He's like, yeah, Boxing Day. Just after Christmas, we have Boxing Day. And I genuinely thought it was a boxing match. Like, I really yeah. actually thought they <laughs> meant like... And I thought, huh, they have a traditional boxing match after Christmas? wonder what is the, the reason for that. That is very weird. It's not until much later that I found out that it was basically a very condescending tradition of giving presents in a box to the household employees. He's like, here you are, have something, Mr. Peasant. And that was Boxing Day. Which nowadays is good, because that means we get another extra holiday. Well, but that's not, that's not the whole of it, is it? Like, the fact that it is in a different day... Uh, it's still linked to that, but it is also because a lot of those, you know, the service people, etc., they had to service their, you in know, Christmas, the, the rich yeah. people on Christmas, so they needed to have their own day, and uh, uh, and not 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 just like servants and everything, but even the shops and everything. Like a lot of it was like, if you are rich and well off, you celebrate on Christmas, and if you're not, you celebrate it the following day. Yeah, and then it was in the box. So yeah, so yeah. Um, which I guess it really depends on your perspective. For me, I see it as, oh, that's really mean that you have to separate it and they have to celebrate the day after and you put like the presents in a box for them to take home. And other people will be like, no, we look how cool the rich people were that they gave a, d a day for them, even though they needed to work on Christmas. So I guess it all depends on the perspective. But that was the biggest, yeah. the biggest difference for me. The scene. Uh, let me day. just ask you this. Let me just ask you this. It, like in Portugal and in Mexico and everything, you still had like differences in class and everything. So I guess what I'm thinking is, I guess at least here they had the following day because in Portugal and Mexico we don't have Boxing Day. So what happened to the poor people? I guess they're screwed either way. Like yeah, in the past <laughs> they, they were had screwed. To work Christmas yeah, Day, yeah, they yeah. had to work Christmas Day. At least here they had the following. Yeah, day. exactly. So I don't know. Is it a good thing? That's, is it a bad thing? That's it's hard exactly to say. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's like oh, okay, it really depends on the perspective. Because yeah, like you said, yeah. it's like well, at least they gave them something. In Mexico, if you work Christmas. That's it. You worked Christmas, but exactly. in all honesty, it's really Mex Christmas in Mexico is one of the days that is most respected. Like almost. Oh wow! Yeah, even like cinemas close early, and 
restaurants they work on a skeleton staff and they usually is by volunteers because they're gonna get paid extra like so much actually i didn't put it in the in our notes but another thing that we have in mexico is that we have something called aguinaldo which is basically an oh. end of year slash christmas bonus and that is by law even though the government now Ooh, is what is it what is it aguinaldo uh, but, but but sorry, what happens? He gets the you year's get bonus. It's basically like a oh. bonus uh, that you get on Christmas, and it's by law. Uh, even though the government is no no longer Catholic, it's still by law, it's one of the law benefits that you get that extra right, right, money right, right. by Christmas time. So in December, you usually get it a little bit before Christmas, precisely so that you can get like your Christmas shopping done. So yeah, Christmas is one of the most respected traditions, like. <clears throat> For example, there are members of my family that I can tell you they were, or are, I should say, I don't know, posh as heck, as all posh. And even they right. were like, okay, what we're going to do is that the days coming before Christmas to their their mates and stuff, you're going to have to stay a little bit later to cook all the dinner for Christmas, but you're going to cook everything, leave it on the fridge, and then go. And you don't come on Christmas or the day after Christmas. You don't come until like the 27th or something like that. And they have the food ready on the fridge and they have to heat it themselves. And then they felt really proud because they cooked Christmas dinner, quote unquote. But yeah, it's really, really respected. So no, we don't have Boxing Day, but it's really weird that you'll find someone working on Christmas. Um, yeah, I guess that's true for Portugal as well. Yeah. Well, Portugal is also a Catholic country, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. To be fair, we also do have... So in, in Portugal, you kind of have something which is called like 14 wages. So you basically have... I don't know. I, I, I don't know by heart whether this is by law or if, or, if the, uh, or if the companies can do something different in the private sector. But you also do get a bonus for the summertime and a bonus for the uh, Christmas time. And that's considered the 13th month and the 14th month. So you actually get your salary 14 times in a year. So you get one per month and then you get the Christmas and you get the summer one. So we do have something very very similar to uh to to mexico in that regard maybe probably coming from that time at uh, you know uh, because of being catholic and everything yeah 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 so yeah i just did a little bit of research real quick and the aguinaldo is by law and it has to be 20 days of wage before the 15th of december interesting yeah so it's almost the same and yeah that is so we don't have boxing day but we have that bonus so one one for the others you know yeah 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 another big difference is that the town itself doesn't get decorated i mean it does but it's not like the government like here in brighton i don't know if it's everywhere in the uk but at least in brighton the streets get the signs and everything in mexico certain plazas get decorated especially if they're very big like traditional plazas but mostly the decorations are for private businesses, like malls. For example, if you go into a mall, the mall will be decorated all the way uh, to hell and, and back. Uh, they're actually very pretty. But the streets itself, the lampposts, uh, stuff like that, that usually gets ignored. Again, only if it's like a, a plaza of like in the center of the neighborhood that is a very traditional plaza, stuff like that. But there's definitely more emphasis on the government to decorate it here. Or at least, again, in my experience, based on Brighton and Hove. Yeah. Um, 
I think that happens. Uh, I don't know if you've been at Christmas in any other European country, but I know that in Portugal and other countries that I've been to around Christmas, uh, it's quite frequent here. Uh, so I don't know. It could be a cultural thing or it could be just like municipal funds thing. I'm not sure, but uh, at least where I've been here in Europe, it's, it's, it's been fairly common. Mm, yeah, no, in Mexico it's not that common. Uh, something that I noticed is that both Portugal and, and Mexico eat cod. Yeah, yeah, it's um, so in in Portugal in in Portugal cod is the main national dish. Okay, it's a special kind of cod, so it's a bit hard to explain because it's not like fresh. So what you do is you you catch the cod and then you you, you dry it. it. Yeah, yeah, and then you leave it for like quite a few quite a long time that you leave it like yeah. that yep, yep, and yep. Uh, uh, you cure it and then and then you prepare dishes with it and there's like tons and tons and tons of cod dishes in Portugal with that and then you eat it for Christmas as well and uh, uh, it's a national dish of Portugal so uh, even though most of it comes from Norway uh, we that's, that's our national dish and it's been for ages um, which is quite interesting and I do love it the way they cook it in Portugal even though I don't like to eat cod like here and everything because it's like fresh and I'm just used to that one uh, but yeah I, I really really like it yeah and Mexico is the same so what, what, the what do you one. have in Mexico then it's also the salted cured for ages dry and then basically yeah. re rehydrated with a sauce so the one we have in Mexico is I didn't know this until tonight that I did the research but because for us we just call it bacalao which is a Spanish yeah. for, for cod uh, but it's a yeah. it, uh, it's a Mexican Mexicanized version of bacalao la Vizcaña, which is a Basque country traditional dish from Spain. It's just that yeah. they do it mostly with just the sauce, and in Mexico we also put olives and potatoes and onions to it. So it's the the cut and the sauce, but we add some accoutrements like again like the olives and the onion and like we add more spices because mexico i guess <laughs> but yeah. yeah that's that's very traditional christmas that that bacalao um, and so i was surprised when i saw that i was like ah, oh, there's there's another connection um, there which i guess it makes sense because spain and portugal share so much history in common and then a lot of mexican traditions come from spain so it does make sense but it's just something that i never thought until we started having these chats and seeing the similarity. Yeah, 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 exactly, for sure. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure, um, I'm not sure where it comes from originally. Uh, it's interesting that you're saying that it comes from the Basque country, and I'm sure it does from like the the Mexican one that has been adapted. Um, but I know that in in uh, in Portugal, it's at least been quite traditional there like i said it's like the national dish and everything um uh, but yeah it's it's so good it's so good but you can't really get it here i mean obviously you can get cod in the UK, yeah but it's but fresh not these salted exactly. yeah not this dried and salted not, one not um, cod jerky which is basically what we need yeah yeah exactly exactly uh so so yeah um and i know that we consume per capita we do consume more cods than spain but i genuinely do not know oh no no i wasn't trying to originally come i wasn't trying to say no no, no i know you weren't the spain passed it to portugal if anything it was maybe the other i know i know around. i know i know but yeah that no 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 i know the... you weren't 
Cool, cool, cool. Uh, another thing that I noticed different is that here there seems to be more like community building activities. Like I just got like three different yeah. flyers of things that are going to happening around my neighborhood for Christmas. For sure. And that never happened in Mexico, except for something that I'm going to mention a little bit later. But that was more neighbors involving neighbors. This is the actual like council putting stuff together, which is surprising. Yeah. Really good. I'm not criticizing. It's just I'm not used to it. That is another difference. Yeah, it's really, really good. I, I quite like that as well. Like there's so much like from private, from council, from, you know, even from churches and everything. Like there's so many activities that you can do together around for Christmas. And it, it really makes it feel like it's um, Christmas, uh, like the spirit is more alive here. And uh, uh, um yeah, it, it, it makes it seem like it's more around the activities, more about the community, more about charity, other than just buying presents, which I know that in back in Portugal, it's one of the main criticisms that some people have about Christmas, is that, oh, you know, it's just about presents, uh. it's just about presents. And I think the reason is probably because we don't have as many of these activities. Yeah, but it's also um, because people like being a Grinch just for being contraculture. Like, I know a lot yes. of people that are like, oh, I hate Christmas. It's just consumerism, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I can tell you that 90% of those people are the same people that says, oh, my favorite holiday is Halloween. And it's like, you just like yeah. being contraculture, mate. It's not that you're actually fighting for something or that you care. <laughs> exactly. Because when it's Halloween, exactly. you buy everything related to Halloween. So it's not really that that's bothering you, is it? Exactly. No, I completely agree with you. I, I, I even heard from a friend of mine, and this is, you're going to find this interesting, but uh, her partner, when they were together, he wouldn't buy Pringles cans that had Father Christmas on it oh because it was too days. Christmassy. So during Christmas, he wouldn't buy it, which I found, wow, that is crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I'm not buying any Coca-Cola because it has Santa on it. Oh, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, that I is... do not like that very whole consumerism stuff by nature. Like, even though we try to keep this very neutral, I think everyone of our listeners can tell at this point where I'm leaning towards the spectrum of political. But... I think you've you've said it as well. Yeah, but in Christmas is one of the things that I actually don't mind because I think they're consuming, yes, but they're doing it with the effect of giving, which I don't see it as that yeah. much of a problem, you know? I mean, yes, there's still enough yeah. to unpack and whatever, blah, 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 but at least they're doing it with an effort other than... Maybe they have both. Maybe they want to flung how much riches they have, but at least they're also giving something. So there's that. So that's why I cannot. It's really more about upset. other people. Exactly. It's consuming for other people, not for yourself. Exactly. So at least, at least there's that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I also see a lot of people that I don't know if they do it because, and I, at the end of the day, I don't care because if there's something, sorry for going on a tangent, but if there's something that I hate. It's when people do charity and other people bring them down saying that they're doing charity just for the clout. Like, for example, people yeah. go around filming themselves giving food to the homeless and clothes to the homeless. And other people are like, oh, do it without filming. You're just doing it for the clout, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting here thinking, so they still did it. You're just behind your computer criticizing yeah. them. So at the end of the day, exactly. who, who did better? Did. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, maybe they're doing it for the wrong reasons, but they're doing it. So what do you have to say about it? 
And I noticed that in Christmas yeah. that happens more. People do go out more. I know I, at least four different friends who made it a tradition that on the 25th they take their kids because they're all the kids for some weird reason are between the ages of four and six. And they take their kids and they go out with a bag of fresh socks and they go out giving socks to people they found on the street in need. They don't film themselves for anything. It's just a tradition that they have. And that wouldn't have crossed their mind in any other tradition. So Christmas, I do, even though I don't believe in magic, if there was any moment in which I would probably believe in magic, it would be Christmas. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I agree. I And uh, I can see here that you put as well that you start celebrating in Mexico from the 16th. Yes. So what's that about? So we have something called the Posadas, which basically means to... Uh, posada means in... And to ask for posada means to ask for lodging. So we have these whole celebrations that all the neighborhoods get together and they eat a lot of street food, basically tamales. That's the traditional food that we have on posadas, tamales and cake and soda. And usually now it's more modernized as well. So they have like hot dogs and stuff like that. But it's a big, it's, I guess it's the equivalent of the US block party, you could say. But right. I didn't properly realize until I was older, and I think I talked about it uh, previously, but it's very religious because it's basically... Interesting. Yeah, basically what you're doing is your reenactment, the journey of uh, Mary and Joseph asking for lodging. So you go around... I you see. actually sing. They give you, like, candles, and half of the neighborhood get inside a house, and half of the neighborhood go around, and they walk down the street singing and then they reach the house where the other half of the neighborhood is and it's it always in song but basically it's kind of stay the night and the owner of the inn is like no you cannot stay and then it's like please let me stay i'm joseph and mary we're gonna bring jesus and then the owner is like okay you can stay but you can stay on the on the barn behind and that's it pretty much that's what it is but, what so just going around singing yeah you sing around no 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 so that's the end of the party at the beginning it's just a party it's street food and kids are running around playing and the adults get together and have a good time and usually downtowns are food of like street food like mostly thematic stream food sometimes there's even like parades but it's basically that the whole activity the main point of the activity even the parades are based the parades are Perhaps the organization of the, the I don't know how, how do you call, uh, elderly. In Mexico, we call them tercera edad, third age. Yeah, so, yeah, third age. Yeah. So the elderly or the kids from the orphanage and blah, blah, blah. So that's more like official and that's why it's bigger. But there's also the private ones, the ones like are like the block party. And they starts in the 16th and some people have it on the 16th, some on the 17th. And the food stands starts in the 16th and ends around the 20th, something like that. But the main activity is that, right. is singing, basically, oh, I even remember the tune, is oh, Spido Posada, and it's blah, but it's basically that, it's the, the journey of Mary and Joseph asking for lodging, because Chris, Christ is about to be born. Interesting. Yeah, and in schools, I never heard of that. Yeah, and in schools, they have something called pastorelas, or I guess is yeah. uh, I don't know how to say it in English shepherding basically, and it's a very okay. also traditional Christmas theater play in which some farmers are going to Belen to watch the birth of Jesus, and on their way they get tempted by some devils and also some angels come and 
like save them and stuff like that. But that gets, that is put on by school. And again, schools are religious free supposedly, but it's so traditional that they do it and no one even bothers. Even my mom who is like uh, non-religious, she didn't even like bother or say like, oh no, my kids shouldn't participate in that because it's also ingrained in our culture and it's very Mex Mexican Christmas tradition. So it's the, we put that play for the adults and usually the whole school is involved and it's about the journey of all these farmers going to Belen and there's usually like three devils and one of them is like the main devil and there's also like three angels wow yeah so it's very very religious yeah i could see that and for example for decoration usually people don't decorate the outside of their houses it's more like the inside some people do like to go out especially in more recent years that we got even more cross-culture with the states and it's becoming like a thing also people like it to like show off or look how cool my house is but if the people <laughs> that do decorate, usually they put a nativity scene and the bigger your nativity, that means the more you love Jesus and therefore the better. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And what, so that is basically the, the difference that I see with Mexico. And what are the differences that you see with Portugal? Well, we've touched on quite a lot of them already, so I'm just going to skim through some of these. But yeah, essentially not having the Boxing Day. So uh, essentially, you know, uh, uh, there's more homes decorated here than in Portugal, especially the outside. I feel like it's similar to Mexico in that sense, like it's it's a lot more inside than outside. Uh, whereas here you do get a few, not tremendously, but you do get quite a few uh, decorated outside as well. Uh, about the fact that it is more about the charity and activities rather than simply consumerism. Uh, but I would say things that I haven't really touched on that much. Um, uh, in Portugal, all the houses, aside from the tree, pretty much have the nativity scene. Uh, the one that you were just mentioning with like Jesus, Mary and Joseph in the barn with the like a donkey was and the cow on the, donkey, on the back. Yeah. Uh, like the nativity scene, like pretty much every house needs to have one. Uh, as well as the Christmas tree. I mean, it's as essential as the Christmas tree, pretty yeah. much. So just having the nativity scene out. Yeah. Um, uh, another thing that I remember <clears throat> happening that I didn't... I think I only did this like once or twice. But it's going to church at midnight. So on the 24th at midnight, going to church. It's called uh, uh, Misa do Galo, which basically means rooster mass. So the beginning uh, of the 24th rooster... or the beginning of the 25th? Sorry. Well, both really. It's it's midnight on the twenty fourth, so beginning of the twenty fifth. Okay. Yes, because when you so say midnight to twenty four, I don't know if you mean the twenty third reaching yeah, yeah, zero yeah, yeah, zero yeah, yeah. or the twenty fourth reaching zero zero. Yeah, twenty four reaching zero zero, uh, which is why it's called like rooster mass mm -hmm. because it's like it's the begin. It's like at the at that time of the the night. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, uh, some just notes from the Azores, which is when I got my first Christmases. Uh, so uh, uh, one of them is about the Christmas cake, uh, which uh, the Christmas cake in the Azores, the traditional one, is actually very, very, very similar to the English Christmas cake, the traditional one with like the, the dried fruit. The Christmas pudding uh, the fruit that cake. gets passed around that no one loves? No, not the Christmas pudding, the Christmas cake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the one with like frosting on top and uh, and uh, uh, just like the fruit cake with frosting on top and like with brandy or rum. Yeah. Um, 
So, uh, and this was because of the uh, English uh, influence on the islands, especially around the World War II, uh, where the British were present. And I think that there's quite a lot of influence there. But another thing which is interesting that I just wanted to call out, and this is related to one of the main differences. So, we don't have Boxing Day, but the 25th, the Christmas Day, is basically our Boxing exactly. Day uh, in Portugal. So, because the this, the celebration and the getting together for a meal, it's more on 24th evening. So it happens, basically, the, the main Christmas meal is done, is the dinner of the 24th. That's the main Christmas meal. And then 25th is when you eat the leftovers, is when you have, like, a lazy day. Yeah. Um, so, so that's what happens in Portugal. And that means that in Portugal, especially mainland Portugal, uh, you open the gifts on the 24th after dinner. So you have dinner and then you open you open the presents uh whereas in here and some some people open them at midnight but i know that in here it's more about 25th morning funnily enough again because of the uh, british and american <coughs> excuse me the british and american influence on the azores uh in the azores it's also on the 25th that you open so it's a little bit more similar to the uk and to the usa in that sense however the main christmas meal is still on the 24th it's just the presence that it differs a little bit from the mainland uh, but i think in mexico it's also on the 24th isn't it yeah exactly so i don't know how i missed that but yeah mexico christmas is the 24th like that's when the family gets together you have a, a big big like family dinner and it usually goes into way late and that's yeah. when the adults exchange presents and then the kids get the present under the tree on the 25th because the kids usually went to sleep by the time the adults are exchanging presents and yeah yeah, yeah and yeah, then yeah. the 25th yeah it's just you have the day off and you're recovering from the party from last night and you're having leftovers and it's more like chill and you're not doing anything. If anything, maybe you're playing like a movie in the living room and all the family Yay. will watch the movie. Or you'll put some like Christmas music while you play a board game. Maybe you'll even nap in the afternoon. But yeah, it's definitely the 25th is the, the Boxing Day of Mexico. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. You know what's crazy to me is that here the main meal is on Christmas Day. But you get Christmas off, and then you have the 26th, like Boxing Day, to recover. What's crazy to me is that in in Portugal, I don't know how it is in Mexico, but in Portugal, you don't get the 24th off. The only day you have off is the 25th. Same. But the main meal is on the 24th, so people sometimes have to work on the 24th and still have to prepare the main meal, or they have to book that day as annual leave just to get it. Yeah. Uh, which is insane. I remember like when I was younger, like the 24th, like us all getting ready for the Christmas meal, and sometimes my dad couldn't get that day off, or he couldn't leave early, so he would get home at just the time to get on the Christmas meal, and I always always felt so bummed out about it uh, at least here you have both of the main days off and that's quite yeah good. yeah yeah especially because the school is out by that time because you have winter holidays so for kids the yeah is out, but adults do have to work and they usually like i said maybe they let you finish early because it is very respected so they let you finish early on the 24th and same on the 25th if you do have to work a lot of places don't even open but if you do have to work, they let you finish early or work with the skeleton crew and volunteers. Everything that I said. Yeah. But yeah, it, you do have to work. So like you said, Boxing Day, 
whatever the origins, at least you have your, your holiday and then the day for recovery. In Mexico and Portugal, it's like, well, you had your fun, go back to work, come on. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and well, about the actual party and the dinner, being that we're both very food-centric uh, cultures, what is the actual Christmas dinner in Portugal? Yeah, so, you know, when it, when it comes to how... So, so do you mean how we're going to do it, or do you mean just say in Portugal? No, in Because general. So, in your tradition, about... what what were you? How was the dinner? Because yeah, you told me you have cod, but is that it, or do you have any accompanying or any interest? Like, uh, I, I don't know. When it comes to like traditions and everything, like there's a, there's a dessert that is like a king's cake, which is like with dried fruit as well, but it, it's hard to describe. But it's uh, it's like Madeira cake, but uh, but it has like dried fruit and like there's some toy inside and it's meant so that if you get the slice with the toy uh, or it's sort of like a very tiny toy but if you get that slice you you win something or you have to pay for the the cake next year or or something like that um so that's the tradition but we didn't ever partake in that too much um so yeah i don't remember specifically i know that we have always had a few desserts lying around uh like rice pudding and uh, flan uh, pudding but uh, uh i don't remember other than the cod i don't remember anything being very very traditional huh it's very funny that you mentioned that thing with the uh, the toys and everything because that is a different tradition we have in mexico called king's day and oh interesting it's basically based on the uh, three wise men <coughs> it's on the 6th of december and we have a traditional dessert 6th of december i mean january sorry because king's yeah, january, january. oh january. january yeah yeah. and we have this bread called uh, basically king's donut it's not a donut it's rosca it's a big uh, i'll put a, a a link in the description It's a big bread, and when you cut it inside, you can have toys of either the wise men of baby Jesus. And if you get the toy, yeah. that means that you need to make the, the tamales for the Candelaria, which is a date, I think, in March. Uh, no one ever pays that much tradition to the Candelaria anymore. <laughs> but yeah, that we do have that, uh, but it just uh, in a different day. And apparently that also comes from a tradition, which I don't know if it was uh, Portuguese or Spanish or where, but I know it was in Europe, that it was a bread that it had coins inside so you could like win the coin and you end up with like a present or something yeah yeah, yeah. so it's similar to that like this king's cake is also sort of like a donut as well so yeah yeah uh, but so dinner in mexico is the cod that we mentioned then you have romeritos which is a traditional dish romeritos is a type of vegetable and it's prepared with mole which is Eerily similar to curry. I keep thinking it's 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 incredibly similar to curry. It's basically a a sauce made with chocolate and chili and other uh, yeah. things. But it's it's very similar to to the concept of curry. And we also have baked pork, either leg or loin, depending, and and stuffed turkey. Uh, obviously that doesn't mean that we have all of it my family normally did have a little bit of everything because it was a huge family so we had a little bit of everything but usually families just have one or the other like the cod or the baked pork or the turkey the romaritos is more like a side so that one is pretty much uh, a staple and then some people have it for dessert some people have it for a side but it's a very christmas traditional salad which is apple slices 
with raisins and pecans and you put cream and condensed milk so it's very sweet some people also add like peach or pineapple the one that you buy in a can that comes with like a syrup so that is also very traditional and we have two very 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 traditional christmas drinks so one is rompope which is a mexican version of eggnog i don't know which one came first but basically it's rum and almond and eggs and milk and you get this deliciously amazing drink it's one of the few alcoholic drinks that i'll drink it's amazing i definitely have to to give you and marty some so that you can try it yeah, yeah it is incredible and we also have a ponche which is basically a bunch of fruit like guava and um apple and another which i forgot its name and canes of sugar throw in a bunch of water and then boiled and that's also what we have it's similar in essence to malt wine but it's not alcoholic and then our sort of families like mine who are still very carrying a lot of traditions of their spanish descent so we have we turron which you know because marty also likes to run uh, so we eat to run and we have also serrano ham and we usually the serrano ham which is like the spanish version of prosciutto we what we do is we wrap pieces of melon or pieces of manchego cheese and we put it on crackers and that's what we have as a as a starter before the main dinner so that is what m at least my family my family's christmas table would look like in every given year cool Cool, and is that what you, is that what you plan to do here? That's what I've been doing every year. Yeah. Oh, you have been doing it yeah. every year. Okay, amazing, amazing. But I added something that I stole from the English. I must admit. What was it? The breaded brie with cranberry sauce. Oh, I haven't actually tried that. Really, mate? I, I heard it's good. Yeah, I yeah, tried yeah. it for the first time, and I was like, "Holy moly!" Am I missing out? Yeah, definitely. That's that's cool. that's a good one. Yeah, what, what we usually do here at home is we do make the cod when possible. But like I said, it's very, very hard to get it here. And when it's not very hard to get here, it's very expensive. Yeah. Uh, so usually we just kind of go with like the traditional <clears throat> British meals and we add our own spin to it sometimes. Uh, but yeah, like uh, I think the main addition that we've made was pigs in blankets. Yes. Uh, which we absolutely love. Yes. Uh, and then it's like uh, we do the, the turkey and, uh, and other you know stuff that is from uh, like the british traditional christmas uh but we do also do deviled eggs you know deviled oh, eggs? i love deviled eggs the ones yeah 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 deviled eggs are great and uh, martina and martina's brother do some like amazing ones um so so yeah there's always a lot of food there's always leftovers the following day everyone usually cooks something um so 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 yeah that's kind of what we go i think like martina also likes the italian cake which is traditional in argentina oh, but it's originally italian panettone yeah, yeah. um she loves it so uh so yeah although it's hard to get like gluten-free because she's celiac yeah but, oh, i uh, love panettone too I, yeah. I absolutely it's not traditional in mexico but i still love it and it's, yeah it's really good i also stole the pigs in blankets and yeah i haven't done the cough yeah. since i moved because like you said getting the the specific cough to do it is difficult and I actually tried making it with fresh cod but it just ended up way too watery so it's like no it just doesn't work yeah another thing that i have 
here. Oh, I remember and now it escaped my mind, but I was gonna say another thing that I... Oh, yeah, I remember now, because if I don't say it, my mom will kill me. Another very traditional Spanish descent tradition in Christmas for dinner, uh, well, for an entra, is uh, arrugulas, which are a very tiny, small eels in crackers. I just, I okay. don't remember them because I never liked them, but they're my mom's favorite, so she'll be like, how could you forget about the arrugulas? Um... <laughs> I don't even know if I'm saying it right now, arugula, because I think arugula is a plant. So I forget. I'll ask her what the real name is so that we can put it on the notes. But yeah, they're, they're sure, tiny sure, eels sure, sure. Uh, that come in, in like a sardine can, and my mom loves them. Interesting. Uh, oh, angulas. Very interesting. There we go. Baby eels. Okay. Yeah. So you cool. put it in a cracker and you eat them. They're very salty. Baby eels. Yeah. Interesting. I hope it's sustainable. I hope I have no idea, to be fair. It's ancient, so it probably isn't, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think that the, the salted dry fish, like the dry cod, is very sustainable either, don't worry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, my mouth is watering. Oh, it just... I remember last... <laughs> just by talking yeah, about all of this. I remember last year's dinner was amazing, because we had... I decided to switch... Because I'm not a fan of turkey, so I decided to switch it for, for duck. So we had dog and we had okay. roasted pork belly and we had my very famous Bruno mashed potatoes and we had the turron and the serrano ham and the pigs in blankets and the brie and then there was something vegan for my niece, which I don't even remember what it is. <laughs> uh, but oh, yeah, and Holly made home rum, homemade rompope. Oh, mate, my, my mouth is actually a puddle right now. Mm. Um, yes, I love Christmas. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, cool. Uh, so moving on be before you end the podcast by going like, oh, I need to go and eat yeah. something now. I'm going to cook Christmas <clears throat> meal. Um, so what about what about other stuff related to Christmas? Like what sort of decorations do you normally do? Well, I'm going to very lightly touch on this because I, I pretty much merged it with the, the previous, the difference. Yeah. So, then activity in the front, not that many people put front stuff, uh, maybe in the roof. Again, it's catching more and more because of the... But but I'm, but I'm asking, uh, this part is more about you. Like, what, what do you think? Oh, the, okay, the, the tree. Do? What do you, do you do? The tree, for, the, the tree for, for sure, the tree has to be there. Uh, I love my tree. I love putting it up. Uh, if it were for me, we will put it since half November, but Holly can't stand the tree being put before December. Uh, <laughs> and I love reefs. We put a lot of reefs. Uh, we haven't put a reef outside, weirdly enough, but we do put like three or four reefs inside. Uh, we like stockings. And actually, this year, uh, last year, uh, Holly's grandma get made us homemade stockings so this year is the first year they're gonna go up oh, that's cute yeah i'm very much looking forward to that and yeah that's pretty much how we decorate we put a lot of like boots and oh also this year we won't be able to put them because nim nim is is a risk <laughs> but under the stair remember my house when you go to the stairs that there's like a little step or well a little space between when we put the coats and when you go up the stairs so my, sure, normally yeah. there we put like a table or something and my mom puts a lot of the traditional houses, the ones that make like a little Christmas town, the ones that light up. Okay, interesting. Yeah, 
But this year we won't put them because like Nim Nim will just grab them and run everywhere and probably trip and hurt herself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she she'll immediately destroy that. Yeah, it's, it's not uh, even for the house. I mean, obviously it's for the houses because they're not cheap. But it's also mostly because Nim Nim because if she like because they're like a, a weird sort of resin. If they break, they can be sharp and stuff. So it's not it's something that will oh, break. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we I'm definitely yeah, big on enough. decorating. Like so, but you don't do any. You don't do much of the outside decorating. I, I want to, but in all honesty, I never had the time because I always work. Yeah. In, in or the patience. In, yeah, in winter <laughs> it gets dark at freaking three p.m. And yeah. also, I I've been struggling to think: How am I gonna pass the electricity? Do I am I gonna do it through the wall? Yeah. Or am I gonna have to do it under yeah. the door? Is that a risk? Like I haven't done the whole logistics on how it's gonna work. I would love to, don't get me wrong, I would love to put the lights and maybe put a reindeer on the roof or anything. But it's just a task that I haven't gotten the time and I to know, properly do I it. Know. Maybe I keep thinking that one day I'll be older, which I which I don't know when that's going to happen. Because I'm about to reach 40 in six years, which for me, that's already ancient. But for some reason in my mind, I'm still a freaking 70 Six year years, you're going to turn 40? In, or four, in four, four years, years mate. Oh, in four years. But in my mind, I'm still a 17-year-old. Uh, but yeah, I do want to... I would like to get like a whole week off and do the whole planning of, okay, how am I going to pass the light? Do I need to make an extra hole? Yeah. Okay, let's get some stairs. Let's get properly, blah, 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 to put them up. But it's a, it's a, wish, a wishful thinking that I don't know if it'll ever come to pass. And in all honesty, I'm not that upset because i love them and it looks amazing and it helps with the atmosphere but i spent christmas inside so it's not like i will see them yeah 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 exactly and it's fairly similar to how i see it as well it's just the logistics of it i also feel like once you do it once it's a lot easier to do it the following years because you already have the setup but it can get a little bit tricky just to do it the one time so i completely i completely understand we we don't have a lot of stuff outside either it'll just be the wreath and probably just like I don't know, just like a reindeer on the window, but from the inside. So not much more than that. So I get it. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, and what about the? the uh, yeah. I was gonna ask, where do you stand in the trees? Do you prefer artificial tree or natural tree? That's what I was going to ask. Uh, so I've kind of like flip flopped on these a little bit, even since I was young, uh, because I had in my mind, and I think like the 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 intuitive part of you says that if you if you have a tree even though it's plastic but you can use it for multiple christmases like it'll be better because then you're not cutting like a real tree to put at home but actually it turns out that environmentally speaking it's a lot better to get like an actual tree like a, a, a an organic tree like a real tree it's a lot better for the environment um so even though like at the moment we already have our plastic tree but uh we might be thinking at some point of actually using like a real tree i don't know if it will be exactly this year maybe it will or maybe this year we'll just get like a potted tree and then keep reusing it every year but uh, but yeah that's that's what i that's what i heard so i think that environmentally speaking it is better to use a real tree uh, but i already have the plastic one so at this stage it would be worse to throw it yeah. away um so yeah what well, about you i also flip-flopped a lot uh but because i always thought that it was better for the environment to have an artificial one instead of keeping chopping trees yeah i didn't know that 
you're able to chop those trees because they were planted specifically to be chopped. So technically, if the business goes down, there'll be a lot of trees less because no one will bother planting them to be chopped down later. So, yeah. But like you said, I already have the plastic one, which also to clean up is way easier because <laughs> there's there's no death yeah. tree everywhere. And you can keep using it and using it and using it. So maybe what I'll do is I'll just keep this tree until it's no longer suitable. And then I'll start having like a, a Christmas, a natural Christmas tree. I don't know. It really depends. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking as well. I will say though that there is very few things in life more heartwarming or, or that makes you feel like, oh, I'm at home. That arriving late and tired from work one day, opening your door and smelling a natural Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And sometimes they even sell that smell, isn't it? Like in, in Yeah, but it's never the same. Like it's that. always good, but it's never the it's same. It's not the same. No, 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 for sure, for sure. And, uh, and yeah, and what, what sort of traditions are you guys going to have in your well, house? Like, what, what do you think you're going to have? I, so far, we've been having a Christmas dinner. It's not as big as I'm traditionally used to, because it's just Holly, my niece, my mom and I, and now Nim Nim. <laughs> but we're, we're going to have the Christmas dinner. We're going to exchange the presents on the 24. And then on the 25th, like I said, maybe play some board games, watch some movies, um, and be more cozy. Maybe have like a, a, a dessert breakfast, you know, like waffles or... Or cookies Yay. and hot chocolate, stuff like that. And I want it to be very family-centric, and I want it to feel like a big hug. So I would love to get, like, a really co comfy couch and, like, get blankets, and we all stay all day just watching movies, Yay. stuff like that. Uh, also, I'm very conscious that, well, Holly has two different household families here. So eventually, when we do get a car, because we have gone to Christmas there, but last year's because of covid and this year because of logistics it's getting harder and i know that she she will love to have that connection as well so and i know that nim nim for her it will be really cool as well like having the 24 with us then the 25th with one family and the 26th going to see the other family that will be also like really cool so wow. yeah, yeah so, yeah, so i would love to one day get a car and be able to do that like have the 24 with us wake up and on the 25th semi early around like nine just drive a couple hours go see the other family have a little dinner there come back have an early night and then on the 26th drive to the other family have a little dinner and come back because I, I think that will be really nice yeah yeah I, I, it seems like it it seems like it yeah that's really cool yeah and what about you what are you what is going to be the the staples on your household uh, I think like we're going to try, especially while Nico believes in Father Christmas. I think we're going to try to get the presents appearing overnight, uh, and getting like the biscuits that are like eaten by Santa and just leaving crumbs, just to give like that <laughs> appearance that he's been there. Um, just you know overnight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it's very very similar, like playing games, having a lazy day on the twenty fifth, just eating when you want and just eating the leftovers. Uh, probably like playing board games as well, uh, meeting with family, our friends if possible, but like 
not but that's more like before not on the 25th 2050 is just basically staying home maybe sometimes we used to go for like just a walk uh, because uh, just going around a little bit if it was like sunny out uh, which here is doesn't happen as much but sometimes it, it was nice too and uh, yeah just kind of watching films um what what sort of films do you think that you would watch on christmas day so for me the two that come to mind are the first Harry Potter? I feel like it has a very Christmas feel. Weirdly to it. enough, it does, yeah. Yeah, so the first Harry Potter in that sense. And then the second one is Home Alone, uh, which is, I just feel like it's so Christmassy, especially <clears> the second one, I guess. But it just feels like that kind of uh, family film to watch uh, during Christmas. Um, any films stand out for you f just to watch during Christmas? Um, uh, weirdly enough, I don't remember. Harry Potter, like you said, the first one does feel better Christmassy to me. I think maybe it's because I got one DVD of Christmas of Harry Potter for Christmas, and it, even it's not the first one, but for some reason now the first one is the one that pops in my mind. Also, when she's older, I definitely want to make Die Hard a Christmas movie, and mm. and because it is a Christmas movie, and whoever tells you otherwise is wrong. Oh wow! Yeah. I think that's a meme. No, it's you're not wrong. True. It's, it's a just Christmas a meme. Movie. Uh, How? It's a it's a meme. No, it's not. It's not really a Christmas. Like John McCain. What's the criteria for it being? Sorry. John McCain saved Christmas. How does he save Christmas? Mate, I'm not gonna go into it. It's a Christmas movie. <laughs> uh, That's just a meme. <laughs> no, it is. Uh, oh, Nightmare Before Christmas, also. Big duh. That is also a very nice movie to watch. Because, again, that is a Christmas movie, not a Halloween movie. And Home Alone. And there's this really cute movie. I don't know how entertaining it is. I just remember it fondly, but I don't know how many times I've seen it. But I want to give it another watch. It's called uh, Miracle on 24th Street, I think. Uh, oh, and yeah. it's, a, it's a Christmas movie, basically. And I, I liked it a lot. I think. I don't even remember. Maybe it's just nostalgia. Uh, but yeah, mostly yeah. like those type of homey, cozy movies. Maybe we won't have that many traditional movies. Just have like one or two. And the rest keep yeah. going through a catalog of ever-expanding movies and see a movie each year or something like that. Cool. Sounds really good. And just to uh, take us home, so what's your policy and what are you thinking when it comes to like Christmas presents? Like, do you have like specific criteria? Uh, do you have like a sort of Christmas presents that you give, that you don't give, like people that you gifted to, but not others? What's, what's your policy? How does it work for you and your family? Uh, sorry, no. just to, to fact check myself. Oh, yeah. It's called Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, 34th Street. Yeah. I guess it would make sense to be 24th. Yeah, that's what I confused Christmas, it. Yeah, again. 34th, yeah, 24th Street. <laughs> Street. And it is a, a comedic drama Christmas movie. Uh, so that, that I like to see it. And uh, yeah, so going back to the, the question you asked, what is the, the Christmas gifts? I don't know. Like, obviously right now is the clothes. Like, no, duh. We need clothes. She, well, she needs clothes, and she doesn't even know she's getting presents. So, that's the main thing right now. But when she gets older, I guess we'll switch to toys until she reaches teenagehood, and then she'll start asking for clothes voluntarily again. Right. What? Sorry, what? Was that a question? 
No, no, no. It's a was a statement, <laughs> but you sounded very confused. Oh no, 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 no! <clears throat> I, you just had a pause, so I, I thought that you were uh, waiting for me to say no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! It was my attempt of a joke. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> I, I paused for delivery, but yeah, I fell flat. <laughs> I bumped. Sorry. <laughs> I totally bumped. Uh, and for adults, what we do is that we usually come with like a list some days before Christmas, usually around now, to take advantage of Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we have sure. like a, an already like predetermined budget. So uh, we just ask for like, okay, put a lot of presents within that budget and give them to me. And then I choose for whatever is in that list and give it to you. And that way it's still a surprise, but I know it's something that you want, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, usually yeah. how we handle it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not that's not too different from uh, what we what we try to do. So we also have like a budget and we have a list. And what we're trying to do now more and more is like over like throughout the year. Sometimes we remember like a, a a gift that we want to give someone, and we just kind of put it in the list. And then when it's their birthday or when it's their or when it's Christmas, we just pick it from that list. I think the biggest difference for me is that. Now that that we have Nico, it's more about him and it's more about what like he needs and wants and yeah. everything. So I don't care as much about what we get and what we give to each other or what we get from other people or what we give to other people because it's more about him and it's more about his experience. Um, so that's the biggest difference for me uh, as well. Although we, we still have a little bit of that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, when it comes for clothes and everything, uh, uh, it's kind of what you were saying, like uh, clothes for now. But uh, you know, once once they start asking for other other stuff like toys and everything, uh, then uh, um, you know, I I don't want to be because it, it's kind of like what you were alluding to as well. Like when I was um, when I was younger, like getting clothes for Christmas, it always felt like a like a bummer and i don't want nico to feel that that yeah. much like it's okay for him to get it but at least from my perspective at least from our side i'd rather get him like clothes for somewhere else and not feel like oh it's christmas you're going to have the clothes just because um just so it's more gifts or something like that um and yeah i mean i like to have uh, you know for adults it's more about the chocolate it's more about like minor things and uh, i always appreciate when someone takes the time to get to gift something that it has been homemade but i don't know not everyone has the skills or time or patience to do that it's um, also complicated yeah, that's, that's kind of what i'm regarding saying. homemade presents because it yeah, is because, yeah for example let's just say i give you a drawing right and turns out sure. that you dislike my drawing a fudge ton but I took a long ass time to make it. And now I keep going to your house often and I never see my drawing up. So it's like, oh, okay. So that's the complication of like homemade presents that you pretty much have to put them up if they're from close friends. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, that's true. Weirdly enough, I never noticed that until actually it was pointed to me because I love homemade presents. I always like them. It just, there's certain gratification of knowing that someone took the time to yeah to give exactly you, uh, like a present but then someone told me yeah but have you realized how uncomfortable it can be i'm like i haven't but now that you pointed it out dang yeah well i still appreciate the gesture i still think it's very very good so yeah exactly no i agree cool 
Cool. <laughs> so that's a bit of our deep dive on Christmas. Um, yeah, it, it's a very, very good topic and it's coming out obviously at a good time. We, we chose this topic for this time uh, because it feels very, very appropriate. Um, and... Uh, um, I think both of us have a very similar perspective on it and a very similar enjoyment out of it, which I quite enjoy because otherwise it would be a, a bit of a drag to talk about it. But it's actually quite, quite nice. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. It actually um, lends itself I to having some pre or post Christmas celebrations together, you know? Yeah, yeah because yeah, we're very sure. similar. Exactly. So it can be like, oh, do you want to go and spend like the 23rd or the 22nd in yours and maybe next year in mine and stuff like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and uh, and yeah. So that's our take on Christmas, our deep dive on Christmas. So do you want to uh, take us out? Yeah. So as always, check the description for any relevant links and resources about today's episode. <coughs> oh, sorry for that. Uh, remember <laughs> to check on your favorite socials to see if we're there. We're probably not, but it's never worth. Uh, it's never. Um, and it's never not worth checking. I don't know what's happening after that cough. My brain went blank. <laughs> uh, I have a Twitch in Mariachi Viking. Haven't done it for a bit, but my VODs are there. And if I see engagement, hey, who knows? I might join back. Uh, if you want to tell us anything and, and all that you want to say, please write to us at contact at foreignersandfathers.com. We really like reading feedback and knowing that there's people out there uh, listening to us. Hey, what are your takes on Christmas? What does it mean Christmas to you? Do you are you one of those who are counterculture? Do you think we were wrong in our assessment of saying that people are just doing it to be angsty? Or is there any other reason why you perhaps dislike Christmas? Or are you like us and Christmas is the favorite time of year? Let us know. We'll be very happy to, to read about it. Remember to please subscribe and not to not miss an episode and well, do all that lovely social media stuff of not only subscribing, but also rating and sharing the podcast to help it grow. And if you can leave an actual review, that will be amazing in whatever your, your preferred podcast platform is. And the next episode is going to be a very, very special episode. We cannot say more. And you can listen it to it straight away if you're a time traveler or if you're a normal person like us, you're going to have to wait a week. And to be able to listen to our lovely voices again. So for my part, Indeed. that has been all. It's been amazing. This episode was... I know I keep saying that every other episode. But this one was actually... <laughs> this one was special in a different way. Because it just definitely started yeah. the Christmas season. You know, it's Christmas now. We're in it. And that is just one of the best feelings ever. Yeah. Yeah, 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 indeed. And uh, thank you so much for this time, uh, Bruno. I really appreciate it. So, no, my pleasure. Yeah, thank, thanks. Thank so. you as well for taking your time. And thank you, everyone who's listening. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Bye.